हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 25 रिलीजियस पॉलिटिक्स एंड आवर टॉपिक इज इस्लामिक पर्सपेक्टिव द इंटरवेंशंस अमंग द मुस्लिम्स स्टार्टिंग रफली फ्रॉम द फर्स्ट हाफ ऑफ द 19th सेंचुरी आल्सो डिड नॉट हैव अ यूनिफॉर्म कैरेक्टर टू देम from the view point of the muslims in india some of these represented a retreat into traditional or fundamentalist islam of rather primitive varieties shahulia or sayed ahmed of bareilly and their lesser known followers like haji shohadin and firazi in bengal or molvi of faizabad और मौलवी करामत अली ऑफ जोनापुर ऑल इन द फर्स्ट हाफ ऑफ द नाइनटीन सेंचुरी वर इन्फ्लुएंस्ड बाय द वहाबी मूवमेंट एंड कंसनट्रेटेड देयर अटेंशन ऑन द अन इस्लामिक प्रैक्टिस प्रिवलेंट अमंग द मुस्लिम्स लाइक द फोक प्रैक्टिस ऑफ ज्वाइनिंग ईच अदर्स फेस्टिवल मोड्स ऑफ सैल्यूटेशन एंड ग्रीटिंग्स common customs and etiquette influenced by the surrounding hindu ethos and above all worship of saints as sharik associated other powers with allah and so on they wanted to wean away the muslims especially the new converts from residual hindu practices and replace instead a purified form of islam unalterated by the foreign influences another form of in intervention came later in the second half of the 19th century sir ahmed khan best represents this view instead of the retreat into the past and interpretation oriented to the times of the prophet muhammad and his close associates sir sayed wasan bisan was one of a muslim community staying away from the amazing struggle against the british colonialism achieving rapid modernization with the conception of islam in consonance with the reason and science and the demands of the modern era whatever the differences may be which can be disconcerned with the respect to historical times internal thirst and intentions or motivations there are certain common features and consequences of these interventions from above the more salient features are first a well thought out and planned move towards addressing the people directly instead of relying on or looking to the court or the aristocracy to defend islam as for example the orthodoxy did in the conflict between the aurangzeb and dara shikhon some set out to build bridges between the muslim gentry and the lower ranks of muslim to provide enduring channels of communication 
within the community. Secondly, these interventions sought to bring a shift from the site of theological arguments addressed to the learned for political appease to some form of mobilization of the people on board them. Thirdly, there was a consistent effort to reconstruct a healthier version of Islam as the ground on which the newly sought identity of Muslims could stand. It may not be wrong to see that these two trends came about due to these interventions as traditionalist and modernist. Interestingly, they took diametrically opposite stand towards the nationalist movement even while looking at Muslims as a distinct cultural community. Traditionalists supported the national movement while the modernists pleaded with the Muslims to stay aloof from the independence movement. The contradictory consequences involved in all this were worth noting. While these developments were slowly drawing the Muslim community away from the rest of the society, these were also slowly bringing them as a people into public arena as active participants insistent on being heard. The people were becoming active in public arena by distancing themselves from the Hindus. This was an, an important development, though this is in itself was not a cause of partition, where political healing was still possible, but it did become a contributing factor. Now let us move to the next point, religious politics and overview. Let us come back to the course of religious politics among the Hindu communities delineated above. After the disaster of the partition, we are now in India where Hindus constitute 83 percent of the population. The next biggest religious group is that of Muslim who make up about 11 percent of the population. Development among the Hindu therefore matter a lot more for the fate of India than among other religious communities. Of the many development and interpretative changes discussed above, an insight into three or four consequences is needed to understand our present politics. The first of these was to give monolithic unity to the Hindu community. A body of doctrines held together in a theological whole, quite in the way other religions are. Hinduism as a religion with fluid boundaries was seen as a liability in face of an adversity. There was also a concrete effort, secondly to give muscle to Hinduism, 
all the religious thinkers in the wake of revivalism with the sole exception of gandhi felt that hinduism was weak and effeminate and therefore it was first conquered by muslims and then colonized by the british it must therefore be masculinized otherwise india will remain threatened by outside powers and internal enemy this view united such diverse thinkers as bunking chandra vivekananda dayanand saraswati and many others the unity and integrity of india was conceived in the unity and masculinity of hindus hindu history was over the last 1000 years since the coming of muslims viewed as a story defeats and misfortune before that time was period of a great achievement which was one of glory it is a duty of everyone here in the third feature which united everyone of these thinkers to recover that golden age they differed only in their means of achieving it strategically they were one but tactically differed quite considerably the last important characteristics underlying the revivalist thought was to deep suspicion of those features of hinduism which to many other conscientious hindu like gandhi or tagore for example were the beauty and strength of hinduism this had to do with its diversity and ability to generate innovative variety no other religion had such a capacity the about thinkers and the movements we have considered earlier had deep mistrust about this trait of hinduism they were therefore distrustful of local differences regional variations mystic cults or the bhakti movements these were looked at as enfeebling and therefore to be shunned and fought out this reached its culmination in savarkar hindutva where doctrine itself is suspect and is replaced by race blood and the shared history of the sacred land punya bhumi the perception was that those outside of sharing this blood and tradition like muslim and christian with religions from alien soil can never be able to ever give full allegiance to india they can never treat india as a punya bhumi muslims thus are a suspect presence in india it therefore follows that to be a good hindu one should combat the muslims and also the christian the question then to ponder over is is cultural nationalism not communalism 
what Hindutva does is to counter the direct identity of Hindus with the negative similarity of the minorities. We now have the Hindu self standing in the perpetual conflicting presence of the other. It is only in getting the better of the other than the self can realize its potential. That is what religious politics culminates in. This is what Hindutva is all about. All this is still in the realms of imagination, the word of thought. How does one make it actual, the politics of the today? What stands between the imagined and the real is the organization. So thought Hegdeveri, the founder of the Rashtriya Swam Sevak Sangh RSS. Hegdeveri in Nagpur founded the RSS in 1925, two years after the publication of the Hindutva by V. D. Savarkar. Many attempts to build organizations were made from the beginning of this century. The earliest were Parinidhi Sabha of the Arya Samaj, which itself was founded in 1875. Early in the 20th century, the Hindu Sabha was founded. Later on, in the 1915, the Hindu Mahasabha was formed. The forts were always there, but nothing succeeded in a big way. The RSS was the modest beginning in the provincial town of Maharashtra, where it still has its headquarters. It was unique and innovative in a simple way. Its organizational principle was based on three things. There was to be a uniform, a knicker and shirt, and salute to the RSS, but not national flag, and a drill with Lati to give a martial outlook. This was to be followed by chat with a swam sevak on matters considered by him to be patriotic. But the important idea underlying this was that it must become a part of the routine of one's life. The ordinary cadre, the sevak is a soldier in the cause of the nation. Like in military, he is bound by discipline in strictly hierarchical setup. Though it seemed to be precious in the beginning, it achieved considerable success under its second dictator, Gawalkar. It has a number of affiliates like Vishwa Hindu Parishad, Bajrang Dal, Durga Bahini, Hindu, and Manini. The RSS started a political party of its own, having earlier collaborated with the Hindu Mahasabha for many years 
the Janna Sangha. It was reincarnated as the Bharatiya Janta Party in 1980, which is now in a coalition called National Democratic Front, the ruling party in the country. Now, let us sum up the unit. In this unit, we have studied the meaning and importance of religious politics and its divergent views. It has gradually evolved since the last decades of the 19th century with the national movement as its background. The beginning was made with social reforms and subsequently found support from scholars and nationalists like. Though their methods differed significantly, Hindu revivalism secured its basis in Bengal, Maharashtra and North Indian region. The nationalist leader drew their inspirations from religious icons and cults and Vedas. They tried to heighten the sensibility of their groups by advocating the reforms and rituals related to their respective faiths. The Islamic perspective drew its sources from the history past and attempted to unite the community by constructing a healthier version of Islam. Gradually, the differences led to conflicting perspective. Nevertheless, the religious groups have started resuming a prominent role, thus making the issue of religious politics a continuous phenomena. Now, let us wind up the session and we have come to the end of the unit. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self-learning podcast.